Uh, oh hi, John. I did watch. I watched the. Hi, <laughs> I'm. I might be John Moltz. <laughs> I think I'm John Armstrong. <laughs> Very special turning this car around today. Yeah. What are you going to say, straight John? From, Sorry. Straight from the outer circle of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, we're not doing the other show today because no, we are not. Yeah, uh, because we just we needed we need a break here. We need some. Yep. We need some time. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, but I did. I watched the uh, the trailer, the third trailer for Rogue One, about mm, three times this morning. Just and that made me feel a little bit better. That was just helpful. Made me feel a little, All right. a little inspired by something. Anyway, good. I'm glad to hear that. We put, can maybe put me in the uh, right the right mindset. I will. I will. I haven't even gone to my normal morning routine of scouring the feeds for new new uh entertainment anything new trailers for anything i normally i check that almost every day and i haven't not today oh if you're joining us uh <laughs> and you we're this is we're recording this lex is not with us today he's traveling mm-hmm. uh perhaps wisely in a yeah. place where he can probably get drunk and have someone take care of his kids <laughs> Uh, not that he would. Uh, he mean he could, he could be really happy too right now. He, we don't know. He should, right? But either way, that's what he should be doing. So uh, mm-hmm. we we wish him the best on his journeys. Uh, but it's the morning after the presidential election in the United States of America, and um, I, I don't think it's any secret that uh, me yeah. and you, John, we had some yeah, we're, we've been pretty open about uh, we we're both supporting Hillary, um, right? I don't know who you supported in the primary. I supported Bernie in the primary, but uh, I, uh, I voted. Because, yeah, you know, I wanted to sure. support the person who had a better chance of winning. Do you do you consider yourself and, a Bernie bro? No. Okay. No, I like Bernie. Um, I like Bernie a little bit more. I don't think Bernie's perfect either. I don't think do you, Hillary was perfect. I didn't think Obama was perfect. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I think I, he's turned I, out yeah. to be a great president. Um, he could have been better. Um, but, but really good. And I think she would have been very similar. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I don't well, think we get, I don't know that there's ever been a perfect, I mean, Reagan wasn't perfect, That the, the, there's a sort of a glorification of him from the, yes. from the Republicans, but he, that, you know, right. anybody will tell you right. who was around at that time, uh, felt like he at least in the hardcore, like I was in, you know, I lived in Utah then. And so it was the red state stuff, which is he's not conservative enough. And mm-hmm. that was the same thing when the first Bush was out was like a lot of the Rush Limbaugh. I, I actually listened to Rush Limbaugh for a year and a half with a coworker and I did it. I, I finally called him like, I can't anymore. I can't take it. But I listened to it from August of, you know, or, or July of, uh, it was August of, of 92 through the election and into 93. And I think around 94 when the midterms was when I stopped. Like it was like, I can't do this anymore. So mm-hmm. I've heard the talking points at that point and, and the, a lot of the right-wing commentary when Clinton won was that, well, Bush just wasn't conservative enough. Mm-hmm. And so then we had Clinton for eight years. And then the, the country... Um, we're, we're very similar right now today yeah, uh, as we right. were. I, I think, I, um, 
Do you think that because of the Supreme Court situation right now that Hillary didn't contest or isn't asking for recounts? Like, uh, or what do you think? It's I, not, just, I don't not think, I don't think in the states that where it matters, it's not close enough. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, we got screwed by the electoral, electoral, yeah. electoral college. Right. Um, so, uh, it's not, it's not really that much of an issue. I don't think, I mean, I haven't, I, you know, frankly, I can't bear to look at it. So I haven't really <laughs> looked at the numbers specifically, you know, very closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Um, but I'm pretty sure that that's probably what happens. Um, I, I, I thought for sure that if it was this tight and I've kind of in the back of my head thought it would be that we would see a lot of contested on either side from Hillary or mm-hmm. Trump. I think the shock for me today and you know, normally when your candidate loses, you're bummed, right? You're like, oh shit, you know, we, we should have won that one. Right. And, but there's a, becomes a point and usually, you know, it kind of depends on how involved you are, what your feelings are and who the other candidate is, like who the person who won. So for example, in 2012, if, if Romney would have won, you know, I could have said, well, you know, he did pass basically a version of Obamacare. So, yeah. okay, maybe he's going to face some pressure to dismantle it, but I mean, if this, you know, if this were Romney winning instead, I would not be like this at all. Right. I don't I mean, think I would I'd have bummed, this level. Right. But it would not, it would, it would not be even close. Exactly. And, and so I think the other, there's so many crazy things about this election. I think the things we've addressed on previous episodes of the show, which normally isn't that political, but um, I think today it has to be. <laughs> Whether we Lex like it or not. not. Lex is I mean, look, I'd love to talk <laughs> about it. And it's not USPC. that Lex doesn't have political leanings. He's just not allowed to talk about them. Right. And and also, I mean, look, we can all talk about USB-C ports. I could do that <laughs> for probably two hours. Because I've got I, I can. I, sh- I should mention I ordered one of those machines. Which one did you order? I ordered the um, the the base Pro with the, um, with the touch bar. So you did get a touch bar. 13 mm-hmm. inch? Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. compared to your last purchase, was it more expensive? Like, oh, was yeah. It a, and yeah, I like, mean, it was quite, I think, gosh, I can't remember what I paid for this machine now. Um, I think it was 1000 when I bought it. Uh, wow. Because it wasn't, well, maybe it was 1100 mm-hmm. It was probably 1100 actually, now that I think about it. Because um, it wasn't the base machine. And I don't think the base machine was, um, had dropped to um, 900 at that point. Right. So. So that'll be, you know, I got something to look forward to. <laughs> and you've got a lot of adapters before, in your future. <laughs> before the zombie apocalypse hits. Right, right. I don't look. have, I don't, you know, I ordered two, um, two USB-C adapters, USB-A to C adapters from Amazon for like seven bucks. Mm-hmm. And you can only, you can only, you buy them in a pack of two. Okay. Um, so it's two, two of them for $7. And that's all I need. Okay. So these are, those have, are not USB. I plug this mic into this machine, and I plug a backup drive into this machine, and that's it. But but is that backup drive a just is it is it a USB three drive? Yeah. Okay. It's USB three with an and a those were adapter. USB three adapters, USB C to USB three. Yes. USB C. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it's USB. They're, they're both. Point one all, or something. Both ends are USB three, right? I mean, it's the C is the. Adapter. Well, C is several things, isn't it? The C is <laughs> yes, the, it is. C That's is the, the plug. Right. C is the plug, but it also, um, I believe, um, does Thunderbolt. 
yes, uh, on a Mac it does. Yes. Yeah. On an Apple, so, you know, on a on a right. Mac hardware it does. Um, yeah. Well, like I'm excited so for much you more than the other thing. <laughs> you know what? I how much RAM? Um, did you get the full RAM? Sixteen? I uh, no. I got. I just got eight. I have eight. four now, so I figured meh, double it up. You know? Yeah. It was like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm doubling it, so uh, that'll be an improvement. And it was like another two hundred bucks to get sixteen, mm-hmm. um, and I was wasn't prepared to do that. I mean, it's already an expensive machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then the storage. What did you do for your your drive storage? Two fifty. Just what the base. It's the base thirteen inch with the touch bar. I think um, I have struggled with i can manage on a 512 barely um i do have to do a lot of work on an external drive but one of the the pro tips that um and i think i shared it here before but if if you're facing this situation of you're buying a machine that has less storage than you might be used to that you can get um you know like an ssd 2.5 inch ssd and you can then get like a 20 buck USB 3 enclosure, stick that drive in there, and you have a pretty fast mm-hmm. external drive. Right. Um, and I've had really good luck with that. Um, yeah. I have a Thunderbolt. When I bought my, my uh, late 2013 laptop that became my main machine the minute I bought it, when I did that, I bought a, a Thunderbolt SSD drive, uh, like a, let's see, one of those tough drive, you know, orange in case yep. it drives. Yep. Yeah. Super expensive. And it's a 256 gigabyte. And it's it's so fast. That was the so, drive that took a bullet for you, right? If I remember uh, correctly. <laughs> Saved your life in that mm-hmm. um yes. That firefight yes. nom. Yeah. Yeah. In the trenches. Yes. <laughs> uh no, but um I'm happy for you. I think that's that's good news today. Uh do, do you have an idea when it's gonna ship to you? Uh it's you know, it's gonna be middle of December. So it'll be more like a Christmas present. Um, All right. But that's like, you know, what are you, you going to do? I think I remember this time of year in 2000, I want to say 2007, when I bought my first, or it was, maybe it was 2006, when I bought my first MacBook Pro. I, I had bought a Mac, I had an iBook, and then I bought a MacBook. And, um, and those just were like, not good. The MacBook Pro, though, that's when I was like, okay, I'm in on the MacBook Pro. That's that's mm-hmm. I have to do a laptop, and that held pr- pretty good as my main machine until um, I did something. It was like, oh, I dropped it. I dropped it, and it was fine. But the the um, media drive got janky. Anyway, my laptop history is a little crazy after that, but um, because I bought a Mac Pro to do like the hardcore stuff and. Mm-hmm. That's still that's still by far my favorite Mac. Everyone talks about like oh the SE thirty or you know two CI or whatever. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I felt I mean I have felt like the last few have been like progressively each one has been the best Mac I ever had. So we'll see about this one. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I, think, I really I wonder about this one, but um, but I needed a faster. I mean I needed a faster machine with a little bit more RAM and yeah, it, it was kind of time. And this thing is four years old that I'm using and and is starting to show i think sierra slowed it down a little bit um mm, often when you yeah. get a mac os update it actually seems like it can get faster but not this time not this time yeah um it, uh, yeah i think uh i'm i'm uh 
Hey, listeners, sorry for the digression, but, you know, come on. <laughs> we're give, we're give trying to this. take care of ourselves here. Is what right. We're doing. This is, that's part of the therapy of this, of this day yes. for us. We'll talk about children eventually. We'll get there. Maybe. No, Maybe. I, I don't know. I may, yeah, I might lose <laughs> it. So I'm trying to like keep my shit together so I don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. before we go any further, John. Yes. Uh, how was your sleep last night on the election night? <laughs> It was was not the best sleep of my life, but it was not the bed's fault. <laughs> okay, so um, what? Let me, how I much gotta, sleep? I gotta did you, lick it up. How much I sleep? Gotta did you lick get? it up. Just hour wise. Well, can, I, can you... I like I, I got in bed crazy early because I was just like I can't deal with this. Um, so okay. no, I did better than I thought I did. Um, I still didn't do great, but um, I got a seventy-two uh, and my sleep IQ. Um. I thought it would have been worse, but, uh, I kept good. waking up, I kept waking up throughout the night and, um, and I knew that the election was basically, was, a, was basically done. It was mathematically done, but you know, n- not everything had been called, but I could yeah. tell by the returns that were coming in, uh, in the States that she needed to win, that she was not going to win them. And I knew in my head that it was done. And I, so I went to bed, um, and I slept for like three hours and then I slept in a fine and then I slept fitfully for the next whatever, like mm-hmm. six. Um, and I kept waking up thinking this, there's like thinking that they, that it was still going on, that mm. there was still a chance. And then, right. and then I would, then as I would come out of sleep, I would realize, no, <laughs> oh. there was no chance. It was over. He was going to be the president. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But the bed, and I got to say though, but I got to say that was, I mean, like literally, I couldn't, I could not deal last night, and so my thought was like, I just, I want to get into bed, I want to be lying down, I want to be comfortable, Mm -hmm. I want to curl up in a ball, um, and fall asleep, and so that was like, that was like my comfort place, that was where I went, (laughs) and your sleep number bed with sleep IQ was what you chose, right? Well, so what your so your sleep setting. Is ninety? Ninety still. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And Sticking your sleep with number. Sleep number bed. Your sleep number. Uh, your sleep IQ score was seventy. What did you say? Seventy two. Seventy two. Yeah. All right. So my sleep number setting seventy five. Seventy five. Yep. My hmm. I. It's working for me, except for last night because my sleep IQ score was thirty six. Oh. But I love wow. that. I have to say, like, <laughs> as time has passed, I love this bed because yeah, this is like, like this it's is my safe this is space. definitely like like the low point, like one of the low points, like mm-hmm. maybe when you're sick or something, you get bad, right. you know, you got to get up and blow your nose or whatever, um, you know. But this this is also like, I mean, I I just I could not, I had a real tough time getting back to sleep. Yeah, I, I went to bed about one, and I could hear my, uh, I heard my girl. I didn't feel it in the bed, but I heard her. Uh, get up and I thought she was going to the restroom and I then I kind of zoned out for like a split second and when she came back in she was really quiet and I'm like is it still going and she's like I don't know it doesn't look like it I'm like has she conceded and she said no so um mm-hmm. that that was at 4 30 or 403 or whatever it was like I'm dyslexic now because I don't even remember <laughs> and um I I didn't get back to sleep after that so I've been awake since then 
Um, however, I did stay in the bed, and it was really comfy, and I love that bed. I really yeah. do. I'm, this has been one of the best sleep decisions I've made is <laughs> to do this bed. Here we go. It's, uh, it's not Thanksgiving yet. It's close. But the holidays, John, are around the corner. This year, give yourself the best gift of all. Gift of all. The Sleep Number Bed with Sleep IQ technology for the gift of better sleep. The Sleep Number Bed lets you choose your ideal firmness, which we've talked about many times before. And it's two-sided, right? So uh, I have my score. My girlfriend has her score. She's in her settings. I'm 75. She's 65. And so, you know, for couples, it's perfect. The Sleep IQ technology, fantastic. And I think the feedback is, has been surprisingly helpful for me. Uh, both in bedtime, like yeah. a consistent bedtime and mm-hmm. a consistent wake time. And also the quality of my sleep in between. Am I, you know, my restless? Am I stirring? And it will tell you, like, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times you're, you know, you're groggy. You don't remember necessarily, like, did I get up in the middle of the night? I mean, right. you can look. You yes. can look and see if you got up in the middle of the night. Right. Or if you stirred, like I was rolling around for mm-hmm. a while. And yeah. So uh, right now there's a holiday sale. It is a semi-annual sale. So there's a Queen Sleep Number Classic Special Edition bed with Sleep IQ technology. And that's, that's an extra fee for, the, for this bed. So th- when I say this price, this is still a great deal because you're getting the Sleep IQ technology with it. $15.99. That's $500 off. So that's a 20, it's over 20% saving, which is great for a mattress of this caliber. Yeah. As we know, and as Lex has told us millions of times, you'll only find Sleep Number at any of the 500 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell him that Lex from Turning This Car Around sent you, even though he's not here today. He, <laughs> did, he'll, he still sends you. I mean, he told me, you know, I got a right. uh, note from him that he said, please. please. It, all, it all comes from Lex. So thank you, Sleep Number, for sponsoring our show. Yeah, and thank you, me. Thank you for giving me some place to go last night. <laughs> right, a comfort, safe, comfortable, yeah. and safe space. Right. Okay, so back to your Mac. So, do you, well, yeah, back now. Really back quickly, to the Mac just, show. Yeah, just quickly. Um, Turning this. Mac are you around. concerned about the keyboard? I'm a little concerned about the keyboard, but I've tried the keyboard on the MacBook, and mm-hmm. I thought. I could get, I can get, I can easily get used to this. I think it'll be fine. You're not, so, a, you're not, you're not a crazy keyboard person, right? You don't need like the click. I am or... not. I am not. I mostly use the keyboard on this MacBook Air or an Apple um, wireless keyboard. So I'm not like huge clicky key guy. Uh, like I, some other people we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I used to well, look and I get it. I mean, I learned how to type on an IBM Selectric and those, that keyboard yeah. still is like, there's mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's you're playing cool. an instrument right like right. the feel of it right. is pretty amazing and um and i learned word perfect on an ibm pc and those were those keyboard those those keyboards weighed like 60 pounds and they had like they were like metal framed they, and then they later went to plastic but those initial you know pc like ibm pc those were gnarly and they had the same um, feel to a large degree of the uh, Selectric. They had that s- a similar key feel and I mm-hmm. love those. I love them. However, I switched to ergonomic about 15 years ago and when I got my oh, Mac okay. Pro in 2008, I, they, I, they shipped it with the, that little slab aluminum keyboard and I got the one, you know, the full wired, right. you know, everything keys because I love the keypad stuff. 
I love being able to touch numbers, you know, do the do spreadsheets with the numbers. I do that a lot. Uh huh. It's good. Anyway, I really like that flat keyboard and I um and I've stuck with that keyboard. I have a Logitech Bluetooth uh on my desk at my studio. Love it. But um I wonder, you know, I wonder about this. I, I haven't really typed on those. I've played with them a little bit. But I'm not that concerned. I but but I have to say this. So ergonomic keyboard to uh, the flat one. What kind of ergon- Actually, what kind of ergonomic? It keyboard? was the Microsoft four thousand. Okay. So it was the Lots wavy. Of people like those Microsoft ones, yeah. And I did. I liked it. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was kind of awesome. But it's super. I don't know. Like the when I started using this at the keyboard, I just it didn't have the same. I don't know if it was the positioning. If I had done, I'm not blaming the keyboard at all. But I just preferred the flat keyboard. It was just a different experience. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was doing less work. So. I mean, I used to have a whole bunch of wrist problems, mm-hmm. um, and I think they've gone away since I started lifting weights. Um, mm. And I don't, I don't lift much. I'm not, you know, yeah, cut. <laughs> met me. I'm a, I'm a smallish person. I'm not <laughs> tiny, but I'm, but I'm not big. Um, and I can't. I, I have tried several times to like increase the amount of weights that I lift, and I really, I just can't. I mean, every time I do it, I really hurt myself. Um, and I don't know. I think I feel like my body just can't handle like, <laughs> I mean, like I'm never going to become somebody who's like completely, um, right. <laughs> buff. Uh, what's the, what's the world? No, yeah. Not buff. What do they call it? Swole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to be like that. Um, but you know, I, I've got, I've got yeah. much better muscle tone than I used to have and I feel better, um, which Good. is great. Um, and I really like it. I mean, I can like, I put something on Netflix and I actually have had, you know, to actually mention a child finally in this, in this episode, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Hank has come up to weightlift with me a little bit. Um, and then, you know, Uh I try and be really careful with him, like what he lifts, um, and, you know, make sure that he only does like half of what, like a few things, start out with a few things and not, I mean, I don't want to. Right. He's into it. Um, yeah, but he, uh, so, you know, I put something on netflix on my ipad and i lift weights um which has been great but i also just do like some wrist curls mm-hmm. and i swear i i mean it's, I, I think it's got to be that because ever since i started doing that stuff um i don't i mostly don't have wrist problems anymore so that's good i'm glad to hear that i i'm doing yeah. wrist curls right now just with air and um boy <laughs> am i tight uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm going to bang you. the hell out of this keyboard later. Are you Are you going to do a, an external monitor at all? No, probably not because of my setup. And plus, I'll be going from an 11 inch screen to a 13 inch screen, so I feel like meh, you know that'll be that'll be enough. Um, I don't like the. I mean i I do put it on the desk, and I have and I have a Bluetooth mouse and like on a stand mm-hmm. and a Bluetooth, mm-hmm. ma- Bluetooth mouse and keyboard. Uh, but I've never felt the need to plug in a monitor. I don't do, you know, I'm mostly just writing. And mm-hmm. frankly, um, n- the, the writing process I think is benefited by having a smaller screen with fewer distractions on it. Yeah. I um, and so I, I usually like, I write, I usually write in Ulysses. So I open Ulysses up. I have it pretty much full screen um, other than like the, the menu bar and the, um, the dock. And that way I, I'm not like peeking at something on the corner constantly to see like, mm-hmm. what, what's going on in I, sports uh, or election right, Twitter or, <laughs> or the continued destruction of the world, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, so, okay. 
I'm happy for you. I, I hope, <laughs> hope you, I hope you, I hope you will share I will report on back, this show. Obviously. Yeah. In a month or so, we can have another discussion about, uh, about that. Hank would like to have a new computer. Um, mm. he's tired of his, he's had it for two years now, I think. Um, and what is he but, uh, running? What's his, that, that he's PC? got a, he's got a Lenovo. Yeah. He's got a Lenovo yeah. laptop, which is, um, not the best built thing in the world. Uh, not the worst, but it, but, um, he's rough on things. And so mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, just by opening and closing it a lot, he cracked to the, the bottom of the screen. Ouch. Yeah. So, um, not the screen, but the, like the plastic at the bottom, the seam at the bottom cracked open. Um, and we had to send it back. They fortunately, I mean, they fixed it for free, which was kind of nice, even though it was out, out of warranty. Um, but they basically just glued it. <laughs> they used some like crazy super glue. You can kind of see like some of the glue seeping out, you know, like that it seeped out, but it works. So it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I was like, you, you can't, I mean, we, we can't afford to buy two computers, two computers this year and mine's four years old and yours is two years old. Tough it so up, kid. You're going to, you're going to have to deal. Plus you just got a new phone. So, <laughs> nice. You know. Crimea River. Uh, all right. So, um, a couple of election stories. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, my girlfriend, she's volunteered for the Hillary campaign, and she took her um, 11-year-old daughter in to help. And they had a kind of a nice experience, you know, being involved in the process. They were doing a lot of phone bank stuff where you call and say, hey, you know, can we count on your support? Do you know where your polling place is? You, you know, you're registered, all that stuff. And um, definitely not robocalls or horrible, just encouraging people to vote, even if they don't vote, you know, for Hillary, but just, hey. And so a lot of Florida calls, a lot of Michigan calls. And as the states turned, it was really rough to, to watch their reaction. I mean, my girlfriend's yeah. been watching this election like I've never seen anything like it. She's... She's been my go-to for you know I questions. Think a lot of us have. I mean, yeah, I think amazing so. That, it's amazing that turnout is, was lower. I mean, right. <laughs> considering, I mean, right. some of it is simply is some of it is legitimately because the Republicans have <laughs> mm-hmm. made it an effort to have low right. turnout I, by that, that, reducing yeah. the number of polling places and but, and the voter ID laws and all the you know. There's been some. Right. There's been some talk about that, but I think we're gonna we'll see more of of that. I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere with the current conditions, but hopefully we'll we'll see some uh, a return to the uh, oh, what's the law, the Voter Voting Rights Act, the protections mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that were uh, put into place with that. So yeah. anyway, so there there was some sadness around that, and and I think um, the the shock though, and as we kind of talked about earlier in the show, is that. You know, I'm not a Trump fan at all. I think he's horrible. And I think people who voted for him, I've said mean things about those people. And I said those things, you know, I was trying to be funny. Um, But there's a part of me that feels like um, the, the, like, liberal condescending part of me is, oh, well, they're they're less educated or or less well-off. But... I think that in this election, I was definitely uh, not informed. I don't think I was living in reality. It's not my fault that Hillary lost because I voted for her. But <laughs> so I'm not assuming that. What I'm what I'm saying though is that I don't think I was alone. I think the media was complicit 
which complicit in it because I think they were watching it last night. They seemed as shocked as I did, which is strange. Usually the media is like a, yeah, there's more even keel to it. And it was pretty crazy to watch the, yeah. how it turned and how it came out. Yeah. And um, I mean, I wasn't, I couldn't bear to watch television. Hank was playing a game on the TV that's actually connected. We, we don't have cable. So he was on the Wii U playing, um, Lego dimensions or something. And, and I wasn't about to like make him stop. Right, doing that yeah. to watch a freaking train wreck. Right. So right. Um, so I was basically just reading it, but you know, reading like five thirty eight and Talking Points memo was like, yeah, I mean that, that was coming through. Like I mean, at one yeah. point, Talking Points memo had a headline that said, "What is happening?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw that too, and I felt it. I mean, and, yeah. And so so the big thing that we had last night before we went to sleep and or tried to go to sleep was how are we going to talk about this with the kids in the morning how do we Mm -hmm. oh yeah we talked about that too and so uh i was going to ask you what you did if you're willing to share the conversation or conversations that you had well i mean that last night we just you know we it wasn't really over by the time he went to bed so he didn't know and then this morning we had to mention it to him you know and say did you know did did mommy tell Mm -hmm. you that Mm -hmm. trump won and he looked at me like sort of wide-eyed like and said no and i said yeah i was like it's gonna be okay he's gonna serve his term and we're gonna fight what he does (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna fight for the people that fight against him too so um that's where we're gonna put our effort and we're not alone and you're not alone so we will stick together and it's gonna be all right he was not, you know, I mean, he heard That's me well say said. those things, but he was very, uh, he was very, he was very angry, mm. um, I think. Or, or at least that's how he expressed himself. Um, I, I wouldn't expect by, anything else from a 12-year-old. I mean, I, I, yeah, you know. right, right. And, you know, and I tried to talk, you know, I tried to say, you know, try and think about why you're angry. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know that I got terribly <laughs> far into his thought process but um you know i think that it's not an unreasonable react or a first reaction anyway so oh, not uh, at all hopefully no what will happen is uh he'll be able to think about what he's going through um and we'll have to talk about it some more do you think he'll have some peer conversations today at school? Well, and that's what we spent a lot of time talking about. Um, and um, his, you know, he's very reactionary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so his first, his first reaction is just, you know, like somebody says something to me, I'm going to say. <laughs> right. Like, right. Because he loves these videos. He loves these YouTube videos with snappy comeback kind of things. Mm-hmm. So, sure. um, you know, he, he uh, has a few of them in his arsenal that he, um, and we're like, well, no, that's not a good idea. Probably not the best response. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just said, you know, if you really get into somebody, just point out to them she won more votes than he did. Right. <laughs> if he's so great, why did she win more votes? Right. Yeah. It's it's. Um, so we we had a bumpy morning uh, telling my girlfriend's kids about it. Um, there's a lot of tears, but she said essentially the same thing: like we're going to be okay. We're going to work together and. Um, if, if things are looking grim, we'll protest and we'll fight and we'll help those who are, 
um, less fortunate or less able to fight, and um, we'll, you know, we're together and we got this, and, and it's going to be okay. And it's hard to say those things when you don't know. You know, that's part of parenting. I think is the you're 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 not lying, but you're acting because you're you know, at least for me anyway. I, I have hope that things are going to be mostly okay. Mostly, I think there's going to be some crazy shenanigans. Well, I think it's going to be. I don't. I I don't agree. <laughs> I mean, I think no, no, for no, no, certain, no. you know, I, for I, certain I, kinds of people, it's going to be terrible. Yes. Yeah, I agree um, with you. That I yeah. will definitely agree with you. No question. Um, and I'm saying this from a white privileged place. Totally. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, for I, for us, it's going to be probably not too bad. But you know, for people yeah. in general, it's going to be awful. Awful. And and I think the concern. I mean, there's a lot of concerns. I'm trying not to get get into mm-hmm. like yeah you know now he's got a congress now he's got the senate and the supreme court and you know um i i i'm tr- i'm also trying to be positive so um i mentioned on our slack for the show that i facetimed with my girls this morning i texted their mom and said listen mm-hmm. it's early but mm-hmm. if, if you could i'd love to just have a quick facetime with the girls this morning and there, there were a couple of reasons for that. One was that uh, my 12-year-old had watched the debates, which, by the way, I don't know in my lifetime if a person's ever lost all three debates and then won the <laughs> presidency. I've never seen that before, which, which is an interesting thing, I think, that um, speaks to some you know, distrust of the media, maybe, or distrust of the structure that we've had, the kind of traditional structure of, a, of an election mm-hmm. that we've had. Uh, and that's not, I can't really dive into that yeah. too deeply today, but I'm wondering about that. But um, she'd followed the debates, and so I wanted to talk with her about that. And my youngest, when um, she was with me over the summer, it was the conventions. And so she had a concern about, you know, what if Trump wins? And she was really upset. And, you know, as a seven-year-old, uh, I had to kind of I had to comfort her until it was going to be all right and that we'd fight and that we'd work hard to get Hillary elected and et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, this morning I could tell that they were tired, but they didn't, they were upset, but it wasn't, it was harder for me to, to tell them, you know, it's going to be okay. It's, it was harder for me to act like everything was going to really be okay because I know that there will be shenanigans. There's just no question. There'll be shenanigans. Yeah. Oh no, it's going to be. And, and, but as I was looking at them, you know, I, I I said this to them when we were in on the fall break in, in Arches. I was like, look, life isn't fair. It sucks sometimes. Sometimes it's awesome and it doesn't suck at all. But sometimes in politics, the person that you think should win or that you want to win or the person that deserves to win doesn't. And one of the great things about America is we have processes in place that ensure a peaceful transfer of power. And if the president does bad things, there's processes in place to stop the president from being crazy and doing crazy stuff. Now, this time around, we might have a president who does stuff that's crazy that those processes won't touch Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And then we'll have to protest and, and push the Congress and push the legislative body to create laws that will keep the president in check. Um, I I think I'm kind of holding out a little bit for the cabinet. And I didn't talk about that with my kids at all, the cabinet stuff. But the 
harder conversation, I think, will be the one that I want to have with them tonight about uh, family members and relatives who I am certain voted for Trump uh-huh. and what that says about race and uh, misogyny and um, how how sometimes grown-ups know something's bad, but they still choose it anyway. And, yeah. and they, 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 it doesn't always make sense even to grown other grownups. And so, and I don't know how far that's going to go or even if that's the right way to go. But I think, um, we have, we have a lot of, um, we have some family members who have adopted, um, uh, one a boy from uh, Japan and mm-hmm. then they've adopted two boys from China now and they're raising money now to go pick them up. Um, and it's a crazy, amazing story, but, um, but you know, they're interracial and they're not like everybody right. else. Right. And I have, I have, um, mixed race, uh, nephews as well and a niece. And, and so, you know, those are people who have been discriminated against. I'm certain and will be. And so I have to have that conversation with them too, that we're going to be watching Trump really closely and the, the government closely to make sure that we keep our rights and that, and that we keep fighting for, uh, in this time, I think black lives matter definitely because, um, it's pretty clear that, that's been a uh, something that I think that's been a that was a bellwether that um, uh, I think was missed by a lot mm-hmm. of certainly I mean I I knew that it would have an effect, yeah. but I didn't expect the effect to go the way it did because I think it went. No, I didn't. I didn't the either. Opposite direction as most uh, yeah. of this election has, which I think yeah, is the other. Yeah, shock well, part. yeah, right. I mean, that's <laughs> it's just one in a whole collection of things that have gone completely backwards not yeah. the way they should have gone um i i hate to do this right now but i have to ask you if you're <laughs> eating john you have to ask me what if you're eating if i'm eating yes, i'm not eating so. right now no um, but, but i do enjoy eating do you enjoy steaks <laughs> well we talked about i mean we talked about christmas a little bit because i talked about how my, my laptop is going to be a christmas present but right. um if you're struggling to find the perfect gift for someone who has it all uh, we have uh, a great opportunity for you because one of our advertisers today is Omaha Steaks. And I need to tell you that I have had these steaks before and they were awesome. They were like, I, I, I like to grill and I am not necessarily the best griller. <laughs> I think I have, um, I have a mixed record on grilling. Um, <laughs> but, um, I did a good job on these steaks and when I did, they the cutting them open it was like it was like an ad shot nice. you know it was like it was you know nicely uh browned on the outside and just beautifully pink like the same the same tone of pink all the way through so um i can tell Beautiful. you firsthand that these are these are great steaks 
And if you are looking for the perfect gift uh, now for only $49.99, you can get uh, the family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code TURNING in the search bar. That is 77% off. And uh, you you have to to hear what what is in this thing. It's Um, unbelievable. It's unbelievable. There are two filet mignons. Two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, <laughs> twelve ounce crazy. package all meat beef meatballs. The meatballs are tremendous. The potatoes, four potato, potatoes are gratin. There, uh, the potato, potatoes are gratin were really good. Uh, four caramel apple tartlets, those also very good. One Omaha steaks seasoning packet, and plus you get four additional kielbasa sausages for free. I mean, that's, that is, that is an outrageous amount of food. And, you know, even if it was bad, (laughs) it would be a good price. It is not bad. It is very good meat. So, um, I mean, like, you know, they've been aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavor of the cuts. They're hand trimmed and vacuum sealed. So they all come in individual packages and they have online recipes with wine pairings and um, a whole bunch of other things that you can go uh, do to research and find ways to to make um, them even better. So go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code turning like the name of this podcast in the search bar and then add the family gift. And uh, to to your cart, and you get seventy seven percent savings. And uh, there's very little doubt in my mind that uh, for the meat lover that you know, this is going to be a tremendous hit. So we want to thank them um, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, Omaha Steaks, and you've made me very hungry. It's lunchtime <laughs> where I am. And stress I am eating, you know, stress starving. eating isn't necessarily good, but if you're going to stress eat. You should stress eat some really good steaks. <laughs> Delicious steaks. <laughs> so, um, so I'm, I'm going to amend my statement that I said. You know, I'm I'm kind of reserved. Like I'm, I think it's going to be okay. I'm not sure it's going to be okay. I'm, yeah. I'm really not, I mean, and I'm terrified. Um, but I'm trying to keep it together, and I'm trying to I'm trying to put uh, my best face on. I guess. Yeah, I understand, I, and that's it, and that's what I tried to do with Hank. I mean, I didn't. You know, I don't want him to freak out. Right. Um, I mean, because we spent a lot of time during the course of the election telling him some of the horrible things that Trump has said and um, what we thought it would mean to have him as president. And obviously that rightly scared him. Mm. Uh, and I really didn't think it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And now that it has, um, I mean, I don't know that I regret saying those things per se, but um, I am at the point where we need to reassure him that we are here for him and we will make sure that he is taken care of in this, whatever is going to happen. Mm. I think that's good. I think um, I wanted to bring up another I think that's really good. Uh, uh, I'm with you. I stand with you, John. Um, uh, one of our uh, slackers, um, Cranky Driver, he, uh, mentioned that he, that he would hope that we would talk about how we talk to our kids about how something like this doesn't happen again. And I would imagine um, that there's a lot of that, like a lot of parents, you know, looking to their kids as the future. Um, mm-hmm. and 
you know, uh, he mentioned apologizing to the kids, and I think I've done that before with divorce. You know, I'm like, hey, kids, I'm you know, I, yeah, I do that a lot actually. I'm very sorry that this is the the home life that you have. This you know, like the two homes and mm-hmm. um, that I'm so far away all the time. Um, and I apologize for that a lot, but I think, I think part of me wants to understand what just happened because I think the part of this that I'm just baffled about is the numbers they're showing and I'm not blaming people. I'm just repeating back numbers that I saw and how those numbers are kind of astounding to me. And that is the number of women who voted yeah. For Donald Trump, well, I white can, women. well, yeah, specifically white women, and I said yeah. that last night under my breath to my girlfriend, hoping she wouldn't hear me, because it's you know I'm not I'm not a person to like I blaming women is not where I go ever really because usually every woman I've known has got their shit together and is like well. You know, for well, the most I mean, part. face it, face it. White men are much bigger problem. <laughs> they, and, and, and that's, so and that's as, the other as thing. a white man, we have no room right. to go around and criticize other groups. Boom, exactly. Like you know, and I tweeted something about that last night. Like uh, you know, this looks to be the way it's looking is that a lot of white women voted for Trump, which I, given all the revelations. And everything that he has done, not that he did, you know, there's like a hint of, or he may have, I mean, these, he said stuff and done stuff and there's all these stories. And I just, that, I mean, that level of either, you know, ability to look the other way with him mm-hmm. says something not good about America. Yeah. And about, I mean, one, about, of the, one of the statistics I saw was that he did extremely well with evangelicals. Which is also crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that is, you know, <laughs> I, I can't even like what, right? Like you really, you're going to vote for this guy who's like a philanderer and mm-hmm. like pervy, like super creepy with, with, um, right. the beauty pageant and, yeah. um, young, know, frankly, very young women, right? Like super lechy, awful. They, they, they either held their nose and voted or they just don't care. I think what it, I mean, I really think that this, I don't know. I mean, I, I, there's all kinds of different people. Yes. However, I think this really shines a light on how, um, a lot of the evangelical movement is really about suppression rather than, um, actually following the teachings of Christ. Uh, I would, as a person raised in a religious home Mm -hmm. that professed to be Christian, I would agree with that. And I have to also, I have to say this. I'm really upset with, uh, with Utah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I'm not, I don't know then the final, I got a text from a family member last night late that said that there were still polls that had, you know, the closing time had passed, but because there was a huge line, they stay open and they were allowing, you know, they're going to stay open so that everyone in line at the time of closing could vote, which is the law. And I don't know if there was enough of that to move the bar towards Hillary but that so many uh, Mormons were so vocal, including the church, um, there's still a lot of Trump votes in Utah. And mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Utah is highly Mormon. Like it's, you know, 
at least 75% Mormon, if not 80 or, or more. Salt Lake City's not, but, but the rest yeah. of the state is. And, and that they could feel good about voting for him uh, says that they went to the party. They, they voted on the party. They held their nose and voted. Um, family members I spoke to said they would not vote for him. They may have changed their mind in the voting booth. And I thought that the change of mind in the voting booth was going to go towards Hillary, not towards Trump. Which I think mm-hmm. was, uh, I don't want to say arrogant, but uh, misinformed on my part. I mean, yeah. I knew there was a dislike for Clinton. I just don't think it, it registered with me that that was still there. I knew it was there, you know, f- since 1993. I right. knew that there was a dislike for Hillary in, in Utah. But I just didn't, I didn't think that was still there because she's done so many things that like are awesome. Yeah. Um, chip um, being one of them, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're a chip if any of your kids are on chip, that's Hillary. She was amazing for New York after 9-11. That's something I didn't know the extent of until I moved here. And my girlfriend was like, no, she did this, she did this. You know, she, was, she worked across the aisle to, uh, to write laws. So she was not yeah. like an a obstructionist or a person who wasn't willing to cross the aisle to, to um, make alliances to, to write laws. Mm-hmm. Which is very different than we've got now. Um, so anyway... Well, we won't have to reach across aisles since there's no... <laughs> right. There's no... There will be no aisle reaching, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think... So the shock for me is that I was so wrong. That's that's the thing that I'm still kind of coming to terms with. And all my media sources, which were not necessarily liberal, were wrong. Um, I, I, I don't count... Uh, like, there was no reliably calm or sane right-wing source i would read things and but none of them seemed to have a beat on things and as a matter of fact they were like they were saying the same kind of things that you know like fox news was saying things about trump and how horrible he was and how the you know he was going to lose it and so the fact that the major media outlets including fox got it wrong was was it doesn't make me feel any better but it Wow. I mean, that's, that, there's a huge, I think, referendum that the media will face after this. Yeah. A- and I, I hope, hope they do. I hope so. I mean, I, I feel like that's been, that should have been happening for years. I mean, when I think about the run-up to the Iraq war, there should have been one there, too. And I don't Boom. feel like that happened at all. Boom. Yeah, I agree. So, it's Agreed. not, totally. this, isn't, this isn't, like, none of this is really new. <laughs> no, and I think uh, one of the things that it's I've just read, come to a head. Uh I have a couple of things that um, some bloggers have written about how to talk to your kids, and I'll I'll share those with you, John, so that if you want to put them in the notes, you can. Sure. Yeah. But uh, one of the things that I read, and I can't remember, I had read this when it came out in the early two thousands, and it was from a strategist in the the uh, W. Bush White House that said that um, that that most of the nation still believed in empirical results and in an empirical society where reality was based on a cause and effect and a questioning and an examination and that they had moved beyond that. That they would just do things and then mm-hmm. create, craft the message around it and basically sell it, which is what they exactly what they did with the Iraq war. And I think I... I I'm wondering about the Trump campaign. I think there's an element of that that happened. I think that there's definitely a 
uh, I think that oh, I want to say this too. Trump played the media like a oh my god, an unbelievable performance. I don't think in our lifetimes I've yeah. seen a politician play the media like that. I mean, I knew he was a master. That was the thing that scared me the most was that he. I think mm-hmm. he he knows how to work a media cycle. He knows how to keep his name in the media, and he's he's done it his whole life in New York, and I I I. I think that's the other part of the media that ha- there's a reckoning there is that they, they allowed themselves to be played. Yeah. Also the false equivalency, right? Like he did all these horrible things. There's nothing she did that was anywhere close to as horrible as the stuff that he did. Whatever your feelings are about the candidates. Right. If you right. look at the, just the list and that's again, that's empirical, but I don't think the choice that was made yesterday was based on empiricism. I think it was based on the quote for me was I was watching um, one of the people was interviewing a woman at at the Trump uh, victory celebration and she mentioned, well, he's going to bring integrity to the presidency. And that statement set me off. I mean, I tweeted a bunch of shit about it. And the fact that that a person could say that with a straight face and mean it and believe it that that says that there's a there's a part of this country that i don't even understand that trump represents integrity that's the i think that's the anger and the shock part of me too is like are you kidding like what world are you living in that that is that integrity is something that you attach to trump mm-hmm. i mean even the republican party didn't feel that way until yesterday no right? two in the morning right so right that's pretty crazy and there, there's a yeah. whole level of uh examination that i think needs to happen there too and how we pull ourselves out of the impending dark ages so maybe as this podcast has gone on maybe things are not going to be well john <sighs> <laughs> i don't know i'm pretty sure that my new macbook pro is going to make everything okay yeah <laughs> I am happy for you that you have that. I swear to God, I am. <laughs> or will. Uh-huh. If the, yeah. Unless the economy falls apart even right. before my MacBook Pro gets here. Right. There's like China. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get Canada to invade us. Right. Store order. Mm-hmm. And just roll over and then like. They've invaded know. us before. I think it would be the least that they could do. Right. And they got a hot, hot prime minister. That would be great. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think, yeah. If he I just ran all of all of North, North America, north of uh, mm-hmm. Mexico. That would be. Wasn't that part of Infinite Jest that the that I don't know there was like the borders it. had shifted. <laughs> I think I think there was a part of that, like part of part of the United States had merged with part of Canada, and the line. It was crazy, but anyway, um, I think that's been proposed by. Uh, David Foster Wallace um, yeah. in Infinite Jest. Uh, yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up. Um, do uh, mm, <laughs> in your local uh, scene and scenario, did uh, you guys are a blue state? Did anything happen yeah. to change that locally, like city council? God, you know, mayors? I haven't even checked. <laughs> Okay, Um, because things stayed pretty blue here um, in New York. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, 
I think there's a couple things that are still um, outstanding. If I remember, it usually takes longer for some of this stuff. Um, but I was so wrapped up with um, what was mm. going on nationally that mm-hmm. I couldn't even like <sighs> could not even enter my mind to think to look at about what was happening within the state. Uh, so we got a, a yeah. No, it looks like it's all. And, and and on a local like level, the ones you... the ones that were um, let's see, we got four Democratic. Well, so we, Patty Murray got reelected, which was not really. I mean, I don't think that's a shocker mm, at all. Not, yeah, and then in the Congress we got. Three Democrats and one Republican, which I don't think is different than what it was before. Um, so, and and most of the looks like, yeah, uh, the governor, the uh, Democratic governor, got reelected. Um, insurance commissioner and lieutenant governor and secretary of state. Oh no, secretary of state went to the Republican, which I think is a terrible idea because they think that that's how you end up with a lot of. Um, bad voter laws um mm-hmm. but they always they very often um somehow get picked for that like that seems like oh they're mm. good administrators let's you know let's, <laughs> right republicans are good administrators and they get they the, a lot of the newspapers um promote them as like as like you know they like they mostly say to say you know in this state anyway like you know we like all these democrats and then you know for secretary of state we like the republican mm, well mm-hmm. utah mm-hmm. has that i think i'm uh, sure that's a great idea utah will field a strong candidate for uh the the federal representative you know congress um or you know like a strong senator uh the democrats will field a person that's pretty strong but down the mm-hmm. ticket it starts to kind of fall apart um, yeah, and the one of the things that was kind of exciting in uh, in Utah this year was that uh, the Democratic senatorial candidate for one of the for one of the Senate seats was a trans uh, gender person, oh. which was amazing. Oh yeah, so she's yeah, you know that was for Utah to to do that was pretty incredible. So and pretty soon it, she'll have no rights, exactly, uh, which is great and, and horrible. Mm. Uh, yeah, which is not great at all. I'm joking. Um, yeah, right. But uh, and looking at Utah's results, uh, Evan McMullen twenty percent, and um, yeah, there's there's that's the if every uh, Evan McMullen person would have voted for Hillary, she would have won and she'd win the presidency. So, and there's a lot of those states I think that we'll see a third party kind of fucked it for Hillary. Yeah, uh, which I'm not you know whatever you vote your you vote, but. Um, uh, the other thing I was going to ask you, do you think protest votes really make a difference? Like if you voted third party this year as a protest, do you think that? Depends if, on what you're protesting. I, mean, I guess because it, I mean, it seems like it did peel off a lot of votes from Hillary. Um, yeah, there was a Nader, like, like the 2000 election, there was a kind of a Nader effect. Yeah. Right? The, I mean, I, I'm surprised that anybody who, who, I'm surprised that anyone who would vote for Johnson, um, because he got more votes than Stein did. Um, and I'm kind of surprised the people who voted, who were considering voting for Hillary or, you know, people who supported Bernie would support mm-hmm. a freaking libertarian who, you know, agrees on like a small fraction of the things that, uh, right. 
Bernie espoused. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. pretend to understand that logic. I, I think that's the, that's the, that's the part of it that uh, is upsetting for me is that I yeah. get that. I mean, you're particularly, upset, particularly protest, I, but, both of them, both of them were eminently unqualified for office. <laughs> right. That's the other. Neither thing. one of the third party candidates were even close to having, I mean, Trump is also eminently unqualified for office, but um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I think that's part of the fear for me also. He's, I mean, I listened to his, uh, his speech, which had an, un- I did not expect the tone that he took. I also was surprised right. that he mentioned that's, infrastructure. That's what my wife said. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned infrastructure and I'm like, good luck with that. Yeah. Dude. You know? Right. Right. Well, he thinks uh, all the tr- contracts are going to go to his companies. That's why. Uh, yeah. Great idea. Which will be, um, the, the ACL. Well, I mean, you know, what, you know, what? Interesting. I mean, like if, if we did get the infrastructure in this country fixed and, and that happened mm-hmm. at least, you know, at least we'd get the infrastructure in this country fixed. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, that's, that, that's going to, I'm not be supporting that, you know, that method, but you know, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, you know, at the point where I'm trying to look for any, you know, any possible thing that I can take out of this that's positive. Yeah, uh, the ACLU, ACLU's homepage is kind of awesome. Yeah. Today. Yeah, they they said something about, like, um, there's just a we'll giant. See, we'll see you in, we'll see you see in, you in court, court, basically. <laughs> a giant graphic of, of Trump with a see you in court. And um, by the way, that's yeah. the other thing that uh, got me. I need was to crazy. send them some more money. Right. Because I, because I, I used to, I mean, I supported them financially years ago, and I still support them morally. Um, but you know, basically, since they became an independent contractor, I don't, um, I don't right. have as yeah. much money as I used to right. have, so I don't yes. give to as many things as I used to give to. Uh, and but it, and they're funny because they always send me every every like quarter, I get a final notice from them. <laughs> I've been getting it for like you know ten years or whatever. I mean, like yeah. since like this whenever I last, last gave we, them, we swear this gave is the them last money. Thing. Like yeah, right. This is the last time we're gonna ask. Yeah, right. It is. Mm-hmm. The other part of this thing for me that the the terror is that um, we never saw his taxes, and <laughs> he's going to pick really awful people for his cabinet. I mean, Giuliani, yes. terrible. Gingrich, terrible. Chris Christie, yeah. and Chris Christie, like two of his cabinet he's people under just got booked. Yeah, they they got right. busted. They are they were found guilty. And that's the, they committed conspiracy and wire fraud. And that's a major, like, they'll go to jail. It's very likely they will go to jail mm-hmm. uh, under his watch. So, and his career supposedly was over uh, right. two weeks and ago. Now he hasn't, now he's last week. And now he's like in the cabinet or he's part of the transition right. team. And I'm sure he's going to gun for a position. He'll get something. But, sure. um, but I think Trump himself has a crazy amount of legal uh actions yeah right that didn't seem to bother anybody apparently which uh is and but you know then everyone's like well hillary lied and she did this and that it's like yeah okay maybe except she's been clear i mean you know she doesn't right she's been clear right right of everything benghazi emails (laughs) there's been nothing and even the crazy comey investigated investigated like crazy yeah and cleared of everything right and not that comey didn't try he sure did yeah yeah and he may have cost some points, but I'm not sure that that was the, I don't think that was the, I'm not story. sure that I'm not sure that's what it was either. Um, I think, I think it it's just, I think it's racist white people. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. A late coming to, um, Bo Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a late coming to misunderstanding Jesus. 